at this time of year not think of Charlie Brown. There's like that stretch between Thanksgiving and Halloween where all of a sudden there are pumpkins everywhere. And every year, I'm always amazed by the stories of the biggest pumpkins. I was telling the rest of the A Little More Conversation team, I love those stories. I always wait for them every year to see just how big the pumpkin's going to be. So this year was actually an Edmonton Journal article that caught my eye first, came out a little while ago, and the headline was, it felt pretty darn good. Alberta man grows largest pumpkin ever in Canada. And I thought, isn't that a great headline? It felt pretty darn good. Um, His pumpkin broke the scales at the Smoky Lake Great White North Pumpkin Way-Off and Fair. Uh, It weighed 2,537 pounds. That's a lot of pumpkin. Don Cruz is a pumpkin grower from Lloyd Minster. So he won there. Um, And then I started looking around at other ones. If you Google it, you'll be surprised at just how many really fascinating articles and very large pumpkins you will see at this time of year. Um, So this year I saw the BC article too for the second year in a row. A man from Richmond uh, grew the heaviest pumpkin here, I believe, weighing at about 1,767 pounds, which is a lot of pumpkin as well. Um, So it got me thinking, why don't we talk to someone about this? Wouldn't it be interesting to find out how do you get a pumpkin that big? What are the secrets? And is it only about size? Because I believe um, another winner in this contest was for prettiest pumpkin, which would mean, I imagine, not just having those huge pumpkins that kind of cave in on themselves, but have something that's far more spherical, the way we think of a normal pumpkin. So to help us out with all of this is Jeff Peltier. He's a competitor and co-organizer of BC's Heaviest Pumpkin Way Off. And the winner, I do believe, of the prettiest pumpkin this year, Jeff. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, you're welcome, Ben. It's great to chat with you. And uh, that opening segment you had there had me laughing because that actually was my inspiration to grow giant pumpkins. <laughs> really? Charlie Brown? Yeah, it was. <laughs> that's fantastic because i would have thought that that was everyone's inspiration for 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 big pumpkins right that's the first time you see one when you're a kid oh what a great story so that's how you got going just you sort of that was that was your idea that you thought oh these things grow really we can grow these big and let's give it a shot yeah and it's funny i actually grew up in new england i'm from maine originally in the u.s and uh, there's a long history on the east coast particularly of um, these big pumpkin festivals in fact one of the most famous ones in north america is the damascata pumpkin festival and strangely enough regatta so they do a whole weeks weeks long um slate of events including um, the pumpkin parade they have the whole uh, old downtown of Damascot are decorated with these giant pumpkins that artists come in to, de- uh, to decorate. They do the big way off competition. And then afterwards, the growers transform their big pumpkins into boats and they race them down the Damascot River. Right. Of course. Yes, I've seen that. I've seen images of that from elsewhere. Um, and I do. I did cover a pumpkin way off, I believe. It must have been in Quebec. This goes back a long time. And that was sort of my fascination was actually seeing how excited everyone gets because these things are just enormous and it's hard to describe how big they are just by talking about it. It is. And, and you know, something it's, it's, we still have not hit the upper limit. So you talked a bit about Don Cruz's pumpkin. Had his pumpkin been weighed three hours earlier, he would have actually had the North American record. Um, And three hours before his was weighed, the Andrews brother uh, in um, New York, theirs weighed two. Well, the previous record was 2,528 pounds by Steve Geddes in New Hampshire. 
Yeah. And then uh, then it was broken by the Andrews brothers, uh, 2,554 pounds. So not much difference between Don's pumpkin and, and the guys from New York. And then uh, just this Monday, the Safeway World Championship, which is down in Half Moon Bay right by San Francisco, the North American record was broken again at 2,560 pounds. Wow, it feels like that era where where, where all ball players were on steroids, hitting all those home runs. I'm not exactly. to compare. Well, even crazier. There's a couple of brothers that grow in uh, Lymington in the UK. They grow in a greenhouse, uh, and they had a pumpkin. Unfortunately, it's split, so there's some specific rules about what counts for an oh. official weight. But they right. had a teeny little split, it was maybe an inch and a half. So they stopped watering it for about two weeks before they weighed it so it wouldn't split any further, and it weighed 2,907 pounds. Wow. But there are yeah. rules, right? So it can't be yes, split. exactly. So just adding, I mean, I, I realize this is a, I, a pumpkin is a fruit, in case you don't, people don't know, uh, but these are a specific kind of pumpkin, right? Is it not the Atlantic giant pumpkin? Is that what this is? That's correct. And uh, yeah. the award so for the pretty pumpkin, it's actually called the Howard Dill Award. Howard right. Dill's from Windsor, Nova Scotia. And he's the one who actually uh, created sort of this specific Atlantic giant variety. In fact, if you go far back enough in the genetics of even the championship pumpkins today, they all go back to a Howard Dill um, seed. Wow. So there's sort of a mothership pumpkin. That's that's. Yeah. Uh, so so what does it take? I mean, I, I remember re I was reading the Edmonton Journal article uh, with, uh, with Don, and he was sort of explaining that there – you know, to get it to work, it, you almost have to get everything right. And that it's, you know, these pumpkins are putting on, what, like 40 pounds a day at one point? So it's well, hard. It's, it's you know, 24-hour yeah. uh, single-day growth record was broken this year by a, a fellow in Pennsylvania, and his pumpkin did 89 pounds in a 24-hour period. Wow. That's a lot so of pounds. It, it's crazy. Yeah, and, uh, you know, to get them over 2,000 pounds, you're looking at, you know, 40 to 50 pounds a day for about two weeks straight. Um, so so how do you even begin? I mean, how do you even, I mean, obviously you have to grow up. I mean, I, I gather a lot of you sort of, you grow the first few, they're not that big, they get bigger and bigger. But how do you manage to, what kind of care and attention do you have to pay to get a pumpkin that big? Yeah, so first thing, um, obviously healthy soil is the biggest thing. Um, and, you know, th there's the difference. There's two categories. So you're either growing blind. So uh, some people will just get good soil and they'll grow it. Other people will get a soil test. And it's gotten so specific in the science now that there's um, a laboratory in Idaho called Western Labs um, that actually has a specific soil test for Atlantic giant pumpkins. So you can find out exactly what nutrients you need to either add or try and mitigate in your soil to 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 know to grow it exactly to what an Atlantic giant needs. It is, um, and then just the TLC that you need to throughout the growing process, or do they just kind of go? I, I was trying to figure that out because uh, Don was saying that you do have to pay attention to it and tend to it essentially. Yeah, so I, obviously you want to try and maximize all the nutrition to one fruit on a plant. Um, you know, genetically, they'll want to grow big. So, I mean, a lot of people, if they're just doing it for fun, they can throw a seed in the ground, uh, you know, regular watering, minimal care, and they can get to sort of 350 to 400 pounds. 
Um, but if you want to get over a thousand pounds, then you're looking at probably about 600 square feet of space. Um, and there's specific pruning techniques that you want to try and do. Um, a pumpkin will send the main vine, obviously, and off the main vine, there are secondary vines that grow. But then the secondary vines will want to shoot tertiary vines, and those are considered sucker vines. They actually take away nutrients from the plant rather than provide more nutrients. So that's the big battle is you're, you're constantly getting in there to prune off tertiary vines and make sure the vine is staying healthy. Um, and in their maximum growth period, sort of July, August, each vine will grow upwards of a foot a day. So that's that's one vine maintenance ends up becoming one of them the, the more tedious tasks. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It sounds it. Um, now you won a different category this year. Is that right? In the BC one that you helped organize, but you won for a different thing. So where does the where does the dividing line exist between sort of just going for bulk and going for finesse, so to speak? Well, you mentioned Dave Chan, so he's now uh, broken the BC record. It was a longstanding record, actually, um, last year with his 1,911-pound pumpkin. And this year, he grew 1,676. So, uh, And that actually wasn't the biggest pumpkin in his patch. He's actually bringing that down to the last way off of the season, which is in Tualatin, in Oregon, uh, this coming weekend. So he may even get something. He said it was bigger than, than this pumpkin. Wow. So I knew I wasn't going to be competing for size. Um, I've... I came second to uh, Dave last year, and then the last time the BC record was broken, which was in 2017, when Scott Carley of Langley um, broke a very long-standing record by Jake Van Cooten of Alberta, uh, Port Alberni, um, at 1,543 pounds. Um, and I grow in North Vancouver, so we're obviously it's a little bit wetter here. It's not as warm. Scott lives in Langley. Uh, Dave lives in Richmond. And Dave has um, partially greenhoused his patch now, so he really benefits from warm overnight temperatures, etc. Um, so I, I strategically shifted my uh, growing to, to to really wanting to compete for the Howard Dill Award. Um, so I went with uh, a seed genetic that that is quite dark orange. And uh, the mother seed had a, a uh, the mother pumpkin was actually a, a quite a great shape. So I was hoping that that would continue along uh, with what I grew and uh, ended up being lucky. Yeah, congratulations on that. It's it's um, when, when what happens to the pumpkins afterwards? Because you always think you uh, some people carve them and and use them as boats. I know, but what happens to these massive pumpkins when the when the competition is done? Yeah, so my uh, I have a relationship with It's About Time Nursery in Burnaby, um, 7509 Meadow Ave. Um, they're on display there right now. And then on the 23rd of October this year, um, they do their last sort of sale of the season, and they have this, like, family fun harvest celebration day. They're bringing a professional carver. So Jerry Sheena, who's um, a totem carver, will come in and transform the pumpkin. It's a great event, and you get to see – uh, totem carver working really quickly because it's way quicker than um, cutting through wood. Of course, it's a lot softer, right? So he's yes. he's like, this is a joy for me to to work on. Um, and then because I grow all organically, after that, um, it stays on display for about a week, and then we bring it out to a, a pig farm in Richmond and we feed them to the pigs. Well, yeah, I can imagine you don't really you don't make pie out of them or anything. It's is, is it the same kind of is it the same kind of pumpkin? Forgive my ignorance. It still has the same similar flavor, but the texture is a lot more fibrous than than what you would get in a sugar pumpkin. 
<laughs> right. You don't want to don't want to make fun. I was just surprised how much you knew about everybody. This is like listening to a baseball aficionado talk about everyone's stats. It's like, oh yeah, here comes so and so. He had a pretty decent year last year, but uh, you know, etc. It's it's good to know. Well, it, it, part of my my duties with uh, Giant Pumpkins BC is I've I've been emceeing our event for the last uh, uh-huh. seven years. So so I, I stay I really stay up on on top of it to see what's happening in the. And they call it a sport, so see what happens in the sport. <laughs> yeah, no, it's as I said, I was always, I've always been fascinated by it, and I guess, and, and not to not to wax poetic too much, but people who do go watch the wayoffs, they, they 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 do get really excited about it. It becomes quite the event. Yeah, I remember last year when Dave um, broke the record. We we knew his pumpkin was massive, and it we never thought it was going to be that big because it was taping. Oh, so I should talk about that. So. <laughs> Throughout the season, um, you try and get an estimated weight of how your pumpkin is doing. So um, okay. there is an overseeing body called the Great Pumpkin Commonwealth. And uh-huh. they have come out with this system to measure your pumpkin. It's called OTT, over the top. You, so you take a measurement, just think of it sort of east-west over the top, north-south over the top, and then your circumference. And you add those three measurements together, and that corresponds to a, sh- a chart that will give you your estimated weight. So they say your pumpkin is taping X weight. Uh, and, and it's funny, they've collected so much data over the years that the chart is actually accurate to about 2%. Um, so Dave's pumpkin wow. was taping 17, I think it was like 1720, and it ended up weighing 1911. So it was, that's and, all, you know, that's everyone big. was cheering and everything. Yeah, and I think it was the third biggest pumpkin ever grown in Canada. Um, prior to that, the 2000, the 2000 pound mark had just, just been crossed, um, by a fellow in, uh, Ontario. And then, uh, and then Don, of course, <laughs> comes along and crushes it by almost 600 pounds. It was crazy. Yeah, it's a 2,500. Um, yeah. last question for you, Jeff, I, because we were talking about this fishing scandal a little while ago. Is there any, uh, is there any sort of strange goings on in pumpkin whales? Do you ever catch any, catch anybody sort of tipping the scale, so to speak? The only thing that had been apparently attempted a few times was because the stem in a giant pumpkin tends to be pretty hollow, uh, there were some growers who automatically got disqualified, of course, that tried to feed sort of an IV line through there and literally fill the pumpkin with water. But um, you can tell pretty quickly, especially once the forklift gets it off the ground, it starts sloshing around. (laughs) Which can be really dangerous, actually, if you're thinking no about kidding. a 2,000 pound pumpkin sloshing around. <laughs> yeah, you don't want you don't want it shifting. Jeff Peltzi, thank you so much. I've learned more uh, through this conversation than I that I ever that I I learned a lot. Thank you so much for your time. <laughs> you're welcome. Thanks for having me.